Welcome to Seniority Authority, the podcast where I track down experts to answer your questions on aging. I'm your host, Kathleen Toomey. Let's get smarter about growing older. Welcome to Seniority Authority, live edition coming to you from Leading Age Summit here in Washington, D.C. It is my great honor to have live and in person Brian Johnson, who is head of body justice training program and has been Ruth Bader Ginsburg's personal trainer for over 20 years. So we're going to get into a great conversation. For those of you who don't know Seniority Authority, this is a podcast for people who have questions about aging, who want to understand and get smarter about growing older. So thanks for joining us. Let's get into the conversation with Brian Johnson today. He was once called the most important man in D.C. by the Washington Post. Millions of people saw his tribute to Ruth Bader Ginsburg during his memorial service when he dropped and did push-ups right in front of her coffin. He was referred to as the most important person in my life by Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Who am I referring to? Brian Johnson is a former paratrooper, army reservist, and personal trainer to Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Justice B Ginsburg began working out with Brian Johnson at age 66 after her colorectal cancer scare in 1999. And he developed a routine for her that she used for the next 20 years through two more bouts of cancer. That launched a workout practice that continued until her death at age 87 in 2020. Thank you so much for joining us today, Brian. Thank you so much for having me. It's weird for me because I never really like to sit here and listen to people talk about me because it's never ever been about me. So I'm seeing kind of awkward when you're kind of reading all of that. And I'm like, okay, what do I say? What do I do? So, <laughs> but thank you so much. So often. You're here because of who you are, what you've been able to do, and how you've been able to inspire Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And through the work that you've done with her, thousands of other people through your book. And we're going to get into that. Okay. As I understand, let's get back to, you started to become a per certified personal trainer. For what reason? I grew up in the country. And in the country of Warsaw, Virginia, they... They have a tendency to have pretty good food. I heard that. Yeah, and I have an <laughs> aunt that bakes this pound cake that I'll do anything for. I pound also, cake that puts pounds pound on? Oh, yes, exactly. <laughs> pound cake and um, also as a paratrooper. So I jumped out of airplanes. And so my logic was that if I'm going to be falling out of the sky, landing on the ground, I need to make sure that my body's in the best possible way to take care of my body and to defend the country. And so a friend of mine said, well, find something that you like to do. Personal training. So I literally got certified as a personal trainer. I was always a master fitness trainer in the military. So the military side is okay. And then on the civilian side, I became a certified personal trainer. Okay, so you, you became a trainer to help yourself. Yes. But then one day, Justice Ginsburg approached you and she, as I understand it, had not done a routine. She had no fitness. Justice Ginsburg approached me by way of word of mouth. Okay. Because I had, I work at the federal court and I was training one judge who I got that judge by word of mouth from training a coworker. 
and the coworker was sitting in court and she was sore. She's like, what's wrong? And said, oh, Brian, personal trainer. Judge like, okay, let me try it. Trained the judge, then the judge started talking to other judges. Oh, okay. I trained another judge, Judge Kessler. And Judge Kessler at the time, who had just passed away about two months ago, uh, she and Justice Ginsburg were close friends. And so Justice Ginsburg going through her first bout of cancer, her husband looked at her and said, you know, you need to get stronger. You look like somebody who's just came out of a concentration camp. We can't have that. And so she was searching for a personal trainer, contacted Judge Kessler. Judge Kessler said, why don't you try Bryant? And that's literally how it happened. She called me. At the time, we had two Ginsburg working at the court. So I was thinking, ah, Ginsburg upstairs, Court of Appeals, went upstairs, Judge, you're looking for me? He's like, no, that would be, <laughs> that would be the other Ginsburg. And so I went to the Court of Appeals, I mean, went to the Supreme Court, met the justice, and she looked at me. She said, I got your name from Judge Kessler. I need to get stronger. What do you think I need to do? Looked at her. I said, I need you to fail at this questionnaire. Justice, I'm going to have you do push-ups, planks, squats. We're going to be doing everything. She looked at me side-eyed. She glanced down. And I knew what that meant. Yeah. So I looked back at her. I said, yes, Justice, we will be doing push-ups. And we will be doing squats. She didn't say anything. And I said, we need to do this at least twice a week. Wow. And that's literally how it started. And just to cut to the chase. Cut to the chase. She was stronger at 80 than she was at 66. So yes. through the training, she actually got stronger. Consistency. The justice is focused, and she was consistent, and she was persistent. Mm -hmm. And I remember what really happened is like when we started training a couple of years into it, first of all, I started training her early on, and justice, if you know by her books and everything, she doesn't really talk much. No small talk at all. And so I wasn't sure how she was enjoying the workout. So I actually asked her chambers, I said, is the justice enjoying the workout? I'm not getting any feedback. And I'm like, how are you doing? You okay? She'd be like, yes, no, yes, nothing. Chambers literally said, if she didn't like you, you wouldn't still be here. Okay. Duly noted, <laughs> never asked the question again. Okay. <clears throat> so. Now, how did we know how you working with Justice Ginsburg affected her health? and helped her get stronger. How did she affect you? How did working with her change uh, the way you approach what you do? What the justice really did for me is really opened up what I didn't really knew that I knew. And we've came up with something that's called a dynamic wisdom. And when I think about the process that me and the justice went through, and dynamic wisdom is exactly what it is. And when I say dynamic wisdom, I mean it's a combination of interaction of three dimensions. It's the biological, psychological, and social conscious, or basically the body, the mind, and the soul. Okay. So the justice worked very well. She, she's famous for her work. So, for her mind. Exactly. So that yeah. was her mind. Everyone knows her love for the opera, right? Well, that was her soul. Mm -hmm. The missing piece, the third part was the biological. That's where I came in. And those three pieces together came up with the dynamic wisdom and the justice was able to get to different heights that were never ever, we never even thought about it. 
You know, when I trained a justice, I would train on how I thought that she should be trained. The fundamentals of fitness, there are five components of fitness. There's muscle strength, okay. there's muscle endurance, there's cardiovascular, there's flexibility, and there's body composition. Okay. Those are the five components of fitness. It, and the greatest thing about it, doesn't matter your race, religion, color, gender, sex, national origin, age, left wing, right wing, doesn't matter. Thing about fitness, it's the universal thing. And so my thing was to approach that with the justice. Oh, she's a cancer survivor. Okay. And your point is what? Mm-hmm. This is where we started. That's incredible, because she's a cancer survivor. She's yes. 66. And you created something out of whole cloth for her that then you turned into a book yes. called the RBG Workout, which has sold millions of copies and is, uh, I've used it myself. It's a really easy to use book. It's like handheld, you can throw it in your purse and it has all the instructions and you know, kind of guidelines. Did you think that you were going to write a book based no. on this workout routine? That How did was, that come about? That was the furthest thing from my mind. As a matter of fact, no one knew I was Justice Ginsburg's personal trainer until she told somebody. And then the word came out. And then I had someone interview me back in March of 2013 and hit the front page of the Washington Post. Okay, that was my claim to fame. I was fine, nothing more. And it really didn't happen until when Justice Scalia died. When he died, then the press went crazy. Okay, who's the oldest justice? Who's the next? Then Justice Ginsburg's name came up, cancer survivor. Then they Googled it and said, wait a minute, she has a personal trainer. That's where the article came from. Oh, the okay. most important person in Washington, D.C. may not be who you think it is. Okay, the I like that. <laughs> the article was sent to me by Justice Ginsburg's chambers. And I was like, why are you sending this to me? So I'm looking at the article, I'm reading it, I'm like, okay, la, 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 la. Then it said, Brian Johnson, personal trainer to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And as soon as I read that word, I said, uh-oh, the phone rang. So I had several people calling, you know, always trying to get a story. Ah, oh, can we interview you about the justice? Can we interview you about being a personal trainer? There's nothing any different than was in the article. Mm -hmm. I had one person who approached me differently, his name was Ben, and he worked for Politico. And he said, well, I understand that justice does push-ups. Does she do girl push-ups? <laughs> and this is me on the phone, so I was a little offended by that. I said, well, there are no such thing as girl push-ups. <laughs> but she does push-ups. And he says, well, look, I'll pay you if you take me through her workout. I said, from beginning to end? He was like, yes. I said, look, you don't have to pay me a thing. I said, but if the justice says it's okay, no problem. If not, I got other things to do. I uh, was training the justice later that night, told the justice I have this reporter that wants me to take him through your workout. If you say it's okay, justice, I'll do it. If not, justice paused. She looked up at me, because you know I'm taller than she is. So oh yeah, almost like, everyone is tall. Even I'm almost taller. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she looked up at me and she literally said, quote, I hope he makes it through the workout. Oh. That's all she said. <laughs> so I took this guy through the workout from beginning to end, long story short, he wrote an article. The article came out. I barely made it through Justice Ginsburg workout. I wow. felt like I was 64 years old and I had to catch the struggle bus. A publishing company later read that article, contacted me, and says, hey, we want to do a book. So once again, 
not my idea. They right. approached me about the book. I'm like, I didn't believe it. So I sent it to the justice, letting her know that, hey, this publishing company wants me to do a story about your workout, a book about your workout. If you say okay, I'll do it. If not, I got other things to do. Didn't think anything of it. A couple of weeks later, Justice, we were about to train, and our greetings are usually, hey, Justice, how are you? Hey, Brian, tired, whatever. This time, the Justice was like, so? And I'm like, so? So means you're gonna say something else. <laughs> and she literally said, so, I hear you're gonna be an author. Oh. And what happened was she agreed that as long as she gets to edit it before it goes to the final press, then she agreed to the book. And literally, that is literally how the book happened. And I now look in hindsight that the justice is very focused, very determined. She's very precise. She knows the effect of everything that happens. Now, when you think about the justice, you think about her wisdom, dynamic wisdom, but you think about her love of the opera. And so you think about her intellect, the law. This book, put her in a different light. Mm -hmm. She already had a, a following, but then it just, it took off because now she seemed more human. I mean, the chance of somebody becoming a Supreme Court justice, eh, you could be a professional athlete. Yeah. But this, she inspired my mother. My mother now works out four days, five days a week. My mother's now 80, 81. She looked at it and said, if she can do it, I can do it. I love that. Well, first of all, I love the fact that your mother doesn't listen to you because <laughs> mine doesn't listen to me either. You know? So even though you're a trained a paratrooper and a personal trainer, she doesn't listen to you. But the impact yes. of Justice Ginsburg yes. saying, yes, I want to do this book. Yes, I will allow you to make me into a cartoon so that you know, I'm illustrating, so all the illustrations are just J, uh, RBG doing the workout. Yes. Because, just as you were mentioning, it's the impact of how she can model behavior for other people. Yes. She takes her power and her awareness in service of something better. How you age well. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. I remember I was training another justice and he quoted me one day and he said, yeah, Brian, I quoted you to a couple of friends of mine. So now I'm thinking to myself, I had a Supreme Court justice quote me to somebody else. Now this is not Justice Ginsburg, this is Justice Breyer. And I'm thinking, okay, what did I say that he wanted to quote? I'm going back to my Rolodex because talking to Justice Breyer is a whole lot different than talking to Justice Ginsburg. You know, she's quiet, he's full of talk. And he said, Brian, I actually quoted you to someone when they said that they didn't have time to work out. And I was like, okay. He said, I remember what you said. You said, well, I'm too busy to work out. And he says, well, are you a Supreme Court justice? He's like, are you more busier than they are? He's like, well, no. He's like, well, I'm just too old. They're like, well, justice is 80 plus. Are you older than she is? They're like, no. Well, I have a bad back. And he's like, well, she done been through two bouts of cancer. You beat that? So any excuse will do. And he literally quoted that to somebody else. And literally that is exactly the excuse that I've had people come up with and I would give you every single situation. And so my mother, same way, I remember the first time training my mother. I said, okay, we need to get down on the floor. 
She looked at me like I was crazy. She looked at me like I was stuck on stupid and locked on dumb. So I'm not getting down on the floor. I was like, okay. I'm training you, so now the mode changes. I'm trainer, you're a client. She said, well, you're gonna have to get me off the floor. I was like, no problem. We got down on the floor, did some stretching. I said, let me just see if I can get up on myself. And she got up and then ever since then, it's been. Because the justice does it. Yeah. yeah. And that's functional fitness. To exactly. get down off the floor and get back up, to climb stairs, to the, that is so important as we age. And it really makes a difference. Yes. If you're getting smarter, let us know. Leave us a review, a rating, wherever you listen to podcasts. Tell your friends and follow us on social. We're at Seniority Authority on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And don't forget, if you're listening to YouTube, hit the notification bell so you can subscribe. Or subscribe to our newsletter at senioritiauthority.org so you don't miss a thing. One thing I like about this book is you don't need a gym membership. You don't need a Peloton. You don't need a lot of fancy equipment. You have everything that you need right in this little book and step-by-step instructions as to what your form should be, what you should focus on. So that took a lot of thought and planning on your part. My biggest fear was uh, my fellow trainers. You know, okay, you're gonna write a book and now in society, people are always picking apart. And I designed the workout with not showing anybody. I mean, I designed the workout specifically looking at my client, functional needs, what do you need to do every day. If you fall down, I need for you to be able to get up. I don't need for you to fall down and that be the first time you've fallen down and you don't know how to get up. So get up off of the ground, which is I explained to my mother. (laughs) And my mother had a replaced hip. And so she was able to get down and get up off of the ground several times. But I go back to my, when the book came out, my biggest concern was how other trainers would look at it, Mm -hmm. attack it, because I wasn't training it for the masses. Right. I was training on what I thought was the best practical way exercise for everyone at any age can do. And that's exactly what happened. And when it came out, surprisingly, I didn't get any too much hating going on. <laughs> well, you know what? What I, what I love about this, and I think it's perfect for seniority authority, is that you start with somebody yes. who's 66 years old, yes. has had cancer, and is not trying to be a marathoner or an Olympic athlete or a specific, just trying to, as she said, get stronger, get healthier. Get stronger. And I think that's what makes this special is it can be used by older adults. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to understand Mm -hmm. and it explains exactly how to do each exercise. I even quote my grandmother who is my inspiration. My grandmother is quoted in here several times and I I say my grandmother because my grandmother was deaf and so she never knew sign language so I communicate my grandmother by charades, mimic and so when you're grown up with a person that's deaf the world is quiet. She's not talking, I'm not talking, we're not having chit chat. You know if I'm talking to her I have to explain situations so if I'm saying the tread of a tire I have to be like bread and then TR put them together 
tread, and then she understands, and I point to it, tread. So small talk isn't what we did. So being raised by my grandmother prepared me for Justice Ginsburg, who doesn't like small talk. I'm like, okay, you don't want to talk? I don't have to talk. Next set. Next set. And the justice was consistent. She didn't sit. We put the opera on, maybe, or we put News Hour. We started looking at the News Hour a lot, so I became a fan of the News Hour. <laughs> and we put it on, and we would just go right through the workout. How you doing? Okay, eight more sets. Boom, boom, boom. Two, set, three. Okay, hey, we're going down on the ground. She just wouldn't question. She would just go through it. Trusted the process, but she did. What do you think holds most people back from, I think all of us want to be healthier, we want to be stronger, we have that desire, but what do you think is, is the thing that holds everybody back from achieving what they really want? A prison anchor. Like a, a prison, prison anchor. anchor? Exactly. Okay, a prison so think anchor. About it. So think about it. You're a prison anchor. Anchor is going to be something that's holding you down. Yep. And the prison is going to confine you. So your own personal prison anchor is confining you to not wanting to work out. What excuse can you come up with? I'm too old. Older than she is. I got a bad back. Two bouts of cancer. Three bouts of cancer. Well, I'm too busy. Supreme Court justice. Those are your prison anchors. Okay. Me as your personal trainer, my job is to give you elevation anchors. Elevation anchors, I'm gonna give you grounding, but I'm also gonna show you the way. Trust the process. I can't do, my mother, I'm not getting down on the ground. Okay. She got down on the ground, then got up off the ground. Your senior population, they didn't become senior overnight. Mm -hmm. They've been through trials and tribulations. Okay, you have that elevation anchor. You have that process. You have that commitment because you wouldn't be a senior population. That's You've true. been through yeah. it. You've been yeah. through good times, bad times. So it's just someone just coming along and be like, well, I don't know what to do. Okay, here's the book. Well, I can only do this. Then just do that. It doesn't matter where you are. Just show up and start something. Even if you just open up the book and look at the pretty pictures, be like, okay. Then if you just look at the book and it says, sit down and stand up, because I had a client, judge, she was telling me, and this is what she started off, her prison anchor to me was, I can't do squats. Who I said that? Judge Kessler. Oh, okay. When we first started training out, she okay. says, okay, Brian, I will let you know that I cannot do squats. So she already came at me with a prison anchor. I looked at her, I said, well, thinking to myself, you drive a Miata. <laughs> and you can't do squats. This you got to get a squat to, to get myself. into a Miata. <laughs> no problem. So I told her, have a seat on this bench, Judge. Went and got a purple weight that weighed about two pounds. And I said, Judge, okay, I'm, okay, could you stand up for a moment? I want you to hold this two-pound weight. Purple was her favorite color. I knew that. <laughs> so I had this purple weight that weighed two pounds. And so she stood up, grabbed the weight, and she held it. Okay, now with this weight, I want you to hold it like this, and then I want you to come. Whoa, wait. Did you just sit down? And stand up. She said, yes. I said, oh, that was a squat. <laughs> Elimination of the prison anchor. Now you have an elevation anchor. Now let's move forward. So reframing it and just having that hope, having that energy to say, I can do this. To not put all those barriers in front of us. We put so many barriers in yes. front of us. Yes. And, and I think as a society, we tend to do that. And we start it by 
ageism and yes. saying, I'm 60, I can't. Mm -hmm. I'm 50, I can't. Mm -hmm. I'm 70, I can't. And we have to stop mm -hmm. that. What you say. Prison anchor of your mind and your it. assumptions. What you say is what you become. That is, right? that is so absolutely true. So if you true. say it, then guess what? That's what I, I can't do that. Okay. I can do that. Okay. I mean, it really is. So your senior population, they've been through those things. Oh, I can't do that. You wouldn't be in the position that you would. You wouldn't be on this planet for as long as you have if you have to listen to all those prison anchors that you had. Yeah. And so the process of, how do I want to put it? Wellness. Mm -hmm. Aging, wellness. All I'm trying to do is just help you to improve your quality of life. That's all. Right. Just, it's just as easy as that. And it's a journey. It's yes. not a one and done. It's not, I'm going to get to this goal weight. Oh, I'm going to no. get to this particular thing that I can lift. You just have to keep going and baking into your yes. everyday life. Um, the justice, he became famous for doing push-ups. We didn't start off doing push-ups. We started off doing push-ups against the wall. She looked at me, I was like, okay, lean up against the wall, do some push-ups. She was like, and the greatest thing, she didn't say anything. She was just blind obedient. Okay. Then eventually went down to the knees. Okay, do push-ups on your knees. Then I said, okay, I want you to come off your knees, but I'm actually spotting her, so I'm holding her, so I'm assisting her up and down. But of course, slowly but surely, over time, the hands slowly came away. And so my hands were there, but she just thought, once again, the prison anchor was there. You thinking you can't do it. Then when I let go and she did it, I said, oh yeah, Justice, by the way, you did push-ups without me holding you. And at that moment, her eyes lit up, her soul lit up. The expression on her was like unbelievable, like her soul. And it wasn't about an ego thing about doing a push-up or something like that. It was like proving that her core, core quality of consistently doing something achieved the results. Mm -hmm. We consistently work out, her doctor said, I don't know what you're doing, but you just gained 5% bone mass. Whatever you're doing, keep doing it. And so those are my different reports that I would get because she would go to the doctor and she would come back and say, well, the doctor said I gained 5% bone density. I was like, really? I said, awesome. Hold this 10 pound weight. Now squat down, stand up. Squat down, stand up. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would give her the weight and I had her do it a different way. I said, Justice, I need you to hold this weight. And so she would look at me. I said, now I need for you to do this next exercise. If you cannot do this exercise, then you're going to need a nurse 24-7. And this time, I'm comfortable with the justice now that I can kind of tease her a little bit and mess with her. And so she's looking at me, and I'm looking back at her. And I said, now, if you can't do this, you're going to need a nurse 24-7. And so she's looking. Now she's getting impatient. I said, I need for you to sit down on this stool with this weight and then stand up. So she stands up. How was it? She's like, fine. I said, this represents you going to the bathroom and sitting on the toilet. The moment you can't do that, you will need a nurse. Yeah. 24-7. That's, that's so good. That's Simple. why this is important. Yes. And you know what you said that just triggered something? The justice humbled herself. Yes. She is a Supreme Court justice, but mm -hmm. when you said sit down, stand up, sit down, stand up. She did it. She yes. didn't argue. Mm -hmm. She didn't say, I'm, you know, she didn't 
she humbled herself and submitted to the process and also signaled that she wants to learn. She wants to be more than she is. She's at the pinnacle of her career, but she wants to be better. And I think that's what, that spirit is what we need to yes. light people's imagination with that spirit, that you can keep growing, learning, getting better, yes. no matter what your age is. Yes, that inter-wisdom yeah. that we all have. You know what they say as time, age, wisdom? Mm -hmm. Well, then let's engage that dynamic wisdom. It's all about the mind, the body, and the soul. And so you have to exercise all three of those components together. They work together. So for our listeners, we will have a link to Brian's book in the show notes. Okay. But do you have any suggestion? And I highly recommend getting the book, going through it. It's all categorized by the type of focused part of your body that you're working on. Yes. What suggestion would you have for our listeners who want to start this today, tomorrow, next week? What are your recommendations? Okay, so here's the question I always get. What can I do to do this or do that? Whatever the question is, whatever body part is, what can I do to lose this? So my next question is always, what are you doing now? Okay. Nine times out of 10, they'll say, well, I'm not doing anything. So then I'll say, then do something. Mm -hmm. I don't care what it is, do something. And then whatever that something is, then you start building on. Now, if you don't know where to start in the gym, yeah, you can get the book. Shows you everything from the beginning to end. You want to go to a gym, then get a personal trainer. Hire a personal trainer. You know, it's like if you don't know how to drive a car, you read the instructions, you learn, you get your driver's license. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the same thing. If you want to go into the gym, you don't know how to use equipment, then get a professional trainer who will show you how to do it. Then you can look, Google, tells you everything. Go outside, just walk. Yeah. Just move. The body is made to move. If you don't move it, you lose it. And that's really, really important. It's been fantastic to have you here. But before you leave, I do want to ask you our lightning round. Oh, no. Which is lightning a way round. for us to get to know you a little bit better. Okay. So Lightning round. Lightning round. Now, I, don't, is, I don't know these questions. You now. don't know these questions. Okay. Okay. So this is going to be fun. Okay. Brian, yes. tell me your guilty pleasure. Oh, it's pound cake. It's my, <laughs> okay, it's my so. aunt's oh, that's so pound cake. It's okay. my aunt's pound cake. Shout out to his aunt. It's aunt pound Heidi cake. Okay. Or chocolate ice cream. <laughs> you do all of these great things, healthy things. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite healthy practice? Ooh. Hmm. My favorite healthy practice now is riding bike. Me and my fiance, we have bikes now. So we go riding and somehow or another, I got this wild hair that came up under me and I decided to ride from my house in DC to Mount Vernon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, how she far asked, is that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just know that it was a distance. And then once I got to Mount Vernon, there's this hill that goes way up. I had to turn around and come back. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. So, Hard to get an Uber where you can yes, put your bike in. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So that's that's why why I enjoy doing now and you know, weightlifting and um, bodybuilding. You know, so I like doing that, lifting the weights. But I think it's fantastic 
that you and Petja can do something together yes. outside. So yes. that's really important because the more, if you can do workouts with someone that you love or care about, it makes it more fun yes. and less of a, of a chore. Although I must say, when I work out with the weights and everything, I don't really like to work out with people. Oh. So I'm a little, that's yeah. where we, we differ. So I, I'd like to work out by myself. Yeah. Um, I only have one workout partner and I have no one to replace me. So I, I have a tendency to like to work out by myself. I don't like to be bothered with people. Okay. So that's the one bad thing that I have. <laughs> hey, hey you're, as long as yes. you're working out, it doesn't matter how yes. you're working out. Yes. What's guaranteed to make you laugh? Any video that has animals. Okay. Because animals are innocent. You can, I can look at a video and the animals doing something that I will have tears in my eyes crying, laughing so hard. That's so, great. I now have a bird at the house, so I okay. do lots of videos of the bird. What he, kind of bird? Rocky. Rocky? Rocky is a budgie. Okay, <laughs> all right. That's not a, not, I would not connect you with the budgie, mm -mm. but I think that's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll get a video of the budgie and put it on our social media, so tag us and follow yes, us. definitely. Tell me the last book that you loved. The last book that I love, or the one book that I really, really love that I want to reread again, is actually the first Jurassic Park. And I remember I was reading that book and I was in Thailand. And I started the book from the first page and I just kept reading, reading, reading. And the movie, of course, was good, but the book just, it was, okay. it was an awesome book. And I remember from the first page, you know, you read a book until your eyes get tired. Yeah. And you like rest for a minute and you just go back again. I, I remember I did that with that book. It was, it was a great book. So. All right. Yes. All right. Got to check that out. Yes. And your favorite escape? Mm. My escape really is just sometimes quiet and my guilty pleasure. You ready for this? Yeah. Wrestling. Wrestling. Yes, I grew up with my grandmother, and my grandmother always watched wrestling. Okay. And so my guilty pleasure of my escape is when I turn on the TV, and I'm looking at wrestling, and I remember I'm with my grandmother, and my grandmother would be looking at, she said, oh my God, they're just horrible. What did they do to my grandmother? <laughs> it's not real. I'm like, oh, yes, it is. They did this. So oh. I can escape by just oh. kind of looking at wrestling, and, you know, it's... Yeah, it is what it is. But, uh, That's great. And yeah. remembering your grandmother. Yeah, remember my grandmother. And if you get the book, you'll see several quotes in there from my grandmother because I've, I've always quoted my grandmother on so many different things. Um, she would say something like, a mighty poor mole is a mole that only has one hole to go into. And I'd be like, what? <laughs> but then if you think about it, that means you have to have options. Yeah. And so what this book gives you, it gives you many options. If you want to go to the gym, Take the book, you can go to the gym. You wanna stay at home, stay at home. You wanna use weights, use weights. You wanna use resistance tubes, use resistance tubes. You wanna use body weight, use body weight. Give me your option. The greatest thing about exercise, it doesn't discriminate. Yeah. And you set this up so it meets people where they are. Meets you where you are. I don't care what you can't do. And that's the, the one thing I remember when I was talking to the justice, um, someone was asking me, it's like, well, how did you feel about this, this, and this? And I was like, well, I never really asked the justice what you couldn't do. And I never asked my clients what you can't do. That's the four letter word that you're never allowed to use with me is can't. So I just meet you where you are. And that's where we go. So that's what the book would do is just meet you where you are. Well, thank you so much. This has mine. been a fantastic podcast. I really appreciate you coming to DC and being here live for those who are 
watching. This is the book, The RBG Workout by Brian Johnson. It's going to be on our show notes. That's our show for today. If it helped you think differently, please help us. Follow Seniority Authority and hit the heart plus or subscribe button so we can reach more minds. Until then, let's enjoy the chance to get smarter about growing older. That's our show for today. If you liked it, please tell your friends so we can reach more minds and keep the conversation going. Or follow us on social at Seniority Authority. I'm Kathleen Toomey. Until next time, enjoy your chance to get smarter about growing older. Mm -hmm.